0: Alrighty. Welcome to episode eight of JK Not Really. Can you believe it? Eight episodes in. I was thinking about that. I was like, I can't believe we've sat down to do this already eight times.
1: I'm pretty proud of us for doing that. I am.
0: Especially just because we always torture ourselves by going back and like listening to them. And I could honestly start to tell when we started feeling... A little more confident, a little more capable, because mm-hmm. each time gets a little bit easier, but also depending on the topic, because I take that back. Why does Morphia
1: was a trip for me? Yeah. No, I mean, like, good for you for doing that, though. The amount of like vulnerability that you had to share your story takes a lot. I'm sure you felt the same way when you talked about your past relationships. This past, like, <laughs> two years of your life. <laughs> yeah. Terrified. But also the fact that, again, it took us over a year to even start this journey, and now we're banging out eight episodes.
0: I know, and especially more recently, like the last month, we've done like three, three or four. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's because you're, we're dedicated to this. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, like, excited to see where it goes. Especially, which this is, we should be honest, this is our final night as roommates in Colorado. Mm-hmm. So you were my roommate for quite a while. Mm
1: -hmm. I've
0: been living with you and your partner for about two months, Mm -hmm. and now I get to go join my husband in Tennessee, and we kind of start this new venture, but it is a little bittersweet.
1: It is, because I'm so excited for you to start this new journey with your husband in Tennessee. I mean, you're both going to thrive. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to hear about all your new like hidden spots, and then come to visit too. Yeah. But like... For me to be selfish, it's weird not to be like, I'm gonna go drive over to your house and hang out.
0: Well, and I, I said this I think a couple weeks ago I've never lived in Colorado without you, and I never left you in Colorado. And that kind of hits home a little bit. But mm. I can honestly and wholeheartedly say, because of the relationship you're in now, I feel, like, at ease as your friend. Like, I feel okay. Like, she's going to be okay. She has, like, the right person in her corner. Mm-hmm. They're going to be okay. But I'm an, an extremely protective friend, especially given what you've been through and what we've been through together.
1: Yeah, you were basically, like, buckled in the seat right next to me during everything that happened. And what have you... What
0: a bumpy,
1: (laughs) bumpy ride
0: at times that only recently started to get a little smooth. You made it through the construction. That was your life. It was. I'm sure, like, I hope this isn't the first time you're listening because I probably sounded so (laughs) insensitive and cold-hearted just now. But I swear it comes from a long time
1: now. That's also your sense of humor, too. I mean, we have to take the hits sometimes.
0: And I think you and I... As I started living with you the past two months, we were like set on, soaking up every single minute and spare day that we had, and really ending with a bang, which happened this past weekend.
1: That we did, because we saw Shania Twain. The Shania Twain. It was the best staycation girls trip that I've had in a while. It reminded me how much I
0: love staycations. Right. They're very
1: underrated, in my opinion. They are, and it was just the beauty of, you know, we're only an hour and 20 away from home, but it feels like we're in a different, like, state. It really did. and I think that was because we really made a packing list. We went to the mm-hmm. grocery store, like, just like you would for any trip. Yeah, and even though it was one night, but still, like, okay, do we have the Gatorade? Do we have the water? Let's get some snacks. Let's get the champagne. Let's do
0: early check-in. Like, let's really
1: maximize our time Mm -hmm.
0: where we're going. And it really, we've talked about bringing back sleepovers, bring back staycations.
1: Yes, I completely agree. In any state that you're at right now, you can most certainly find a concert, a show to go to, or to go camping with your best friends.
0: And especially, I think, a staycation girl's trip if you can do it. Yes. And that doesn't mean maybe you live two states away, but there are places where you... My sister's actually really good at this. Oh. Her and her husband have two couples, and they are from three different states. Mm-hmm. And each year, they pick a state or destination that is in the middle point for all of them. And they all drive there because it makes it easier with kids oh, yeah. or with prices what have you. It makes it easier to do a drive, but they've picked different places each time and they know that's going to happen every year. I love that. Me too. Cause I think there's something to be said about, and you mentioned this more recently, knowing the next time when you're going to see someone too. Mm-hmm.
1: It just makes it so much easier in my mind knowing that when I say goodbye, it's not like, Oh, when am I going to see them again? When am I going to have this conversation? It's just like, you know what? I'll see you in two months. But I know I can give you a call or text you. Exactly. Before I see you in person again. And I can't speak for other people,
0: but I, at least in our friendship, we're pretty low effort, I would consider. I don't feel the need (laughs) to talk to you every single day to know that our friendship is stable, I guess.
1: Oh, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Like, if I don't hear from you... For a week, a week and a half, like I know our friendship is fine. That we're okay, that nothing changes between no. me and you. I'm actually kinda like, oh, I wonder what she's doing. I hope she's doing something cool. I can't wait to hear about it when she's free. It gives like, me like that's my mindset. More to
0: catch up on with, I guess.
1: Yeah, it does.
0: And it's okay
1: that your friends
0: get busy. I mean it's we're getting into our thirties. Cringe, always. Sorry if you're over your 30s. How you're else? in your thirties and you're listening to this. Really, I'm excited for my thirties. I think it depends on what mood I'm in. There are some (laughs) days where I'm like, the thirties are not what they were when we were younger. Like I feel like our generation used to look at thirties and be like, oh my gosh, that's so old. But now it's my sister's in her thirties, my sister in law's in her thirties, and I look at them and I'm like, they're doing great. Like this is they're almost like better than they were in their twenties.
1: Uh, I think that's pretty fair to say because in your 30s, you're, like, well-established in your career. It's not that you're struggling anymore. Like, you have fun money mm-hmm. to go, like, out of the country to do lavish trips sometimes with your best you friend or you know what you want. You know what you want. You have, I believe, in your 30s, you should know who your core friends are. You're not picking apart anybody. You should know who your core partner is. You're well-established in your 30s. I agree. Or you should be, I hope. Yes. I think the only thing that we talked about before is that biological
0: clock I think that's the only contingency I feel when I go into my 30s. but I've also weirdly had baby fever lately like I've been making those
1: weird comments to you around the house like yeah I don't know what it is maybe I just miss Andrew I think, I think you miss your husband but also with the fear of getting older or biological clock I' know just heard today they came out the new study about stem cell research. And how it's going to help um, individuals uh, reproduce at any age. That would be wild. Yeah. Anywho, (laughs) let's get back on this. Yes, let's
0: regroup. So, yes, I feel like staycations, if you can do them, even if it's only once a year or girls trip once a year.
1: But the thing that made it so much fun was just like, hey, we see Shania in a month. Hey, we see Shania in a couple weeks. Let's plan our outfits together. Let's start listening more to her music. Mm -hmm.
0: It gives you just something to look forward to. It gives you that next, almost like friendship goals. Like It just gives you something to talk about. Or if you had a rough day to bring it up and be like, you know what, today was a little rough, but I can't wait until three weeks from now. We're just rocking out at this concert together and just not having to worry about driving anymore and mm-hmm. stressing. And just for that one, it was only 24 hours, but it really
1: did feel like an escape. It did too, and I know like we both love our partners dearly, but to just be like with each other and like going to a concert, going out after to see you, it was just so much fun. Just like
0: up to our little antics that we somehow always get into.
1: Right, and our partners like, I don't want to say put up with it, but we do, like we dance silly, we engage with other people, we talk, and just to do that without like them like staring at us from across the room. Yeah, no, it
0: was amazing. And I think it does link into this little bit of a season of change that we're going through now. I say little, but it's not. That's just a downplay to make myself feel better.
1: Okay, I'm glad that you admitted that Thank and you. recognize it.
0: Thank you. I feel like that took that was like a moment of growth for me. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> How are you
1: sitting with that? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I know it is the season of change right now. Um as you all know, I am a mental health uh, therapist, and I have been avoiding having this conversation with you for a couple weeks now.
0: Yeah, I think I've been avoiding this since I knew I was moving.
1: Yes. We just didn't I talk. We refused not like to talk about it. Because we don't want to talk about how we both don't like change. No, I can't stand it. I but it's so hypocritical. Why is that? As a teacher,
0: I... Am And I do, you know, exhibit resilience, model resilience, teach, you know, adolescents what resilience looks like and why you should be, yeah, be adaptive, embrace change. Nothing can scare you if you make the decision to embrace it. That's what I typically tell them. And here I am going through this season of change, which it always... It's always better be at the end of a school year for me, in general, yeah. whether I'm moving or not moving. There's a reason why I refer to my students genuinely as my kids. Mm-hmm. Teachers spend so much time with their students, arguably sometimes more than their parents or their guardians. You get to know them yeah. academically, socially, behaviorally. You know, you're learning to accommodate to their needs and help them grow. Mm-hmm. throughout a year and then pretty much when you get them exactly where you want them and you're just starting to like champion them and celebrate them, they go off and they're no longer yours anymore mm-hmm. and you just have to hope and pray that you did a good job and that they're going to be okay and that they're going to remember the skills, carry the lessons with them that you just hope but you don't know and especially for me, I know for a fact the vast majority of my students I'll never see again I'll never forget them. I'll never see them again.
1: Yeah. Most
0: likely. So I think there's dealing, it's wrestling with that every year as a teacher. And then also I've been at this school for the last three years.
1: It's a long time.
0: It's the longest I've ever stayed consecutively at a school district.
1: Wow. Because
0: of how many times I've had to move. Okay. So there was that sense of comfort that I've never experienced before. I've always, the most i have say is two years. Mm-hmm. And there's something about coming back that third time. It was very comforting for me, and I got very close with my coworkers, and I knew my curriculum like the, like the back of my hand. And so that's all gone too now. And so it's like, okay, now I'm starting back at ground zero. What is going to be this new school district? What's their curriculum?
1: Will I get along with my team members? What's the leadership like? It's all the what ifs. It is. And I think that's what makes it so scary about change. It's just the unknown. And as human beings, we don't sit well with that. I mean it's scientifically proven that we work well with a routine schedule mm-hmm. that we have daily tasks to complete and we know what the next step is when we don't that's when our anxiety increases that's when depression increases ocd increases because we're not aware of our surroundings and how to approach the next step because we don't know what the next step is so is is it almost like a fight or flight response
0: i almost because that's kind of how i feel sometimes i'm almost like if I just go on autopilot and just kind of repress and not address the emotions, then I don't have to wrestle with
1: them. Yeah, but I also think it hits a little deeper with you, yeah. just due to, like, past oh, circumstances. I agree. I agree.
0: <laughs> I don't disagree with that at all. Um, and so there's that, and then there is moving. And it is the, I feel the definition of bittersweet right now. Mm-hmm. On one hand, I cannot wait to get to Tennessee to be in the first house we've ever owned, to explore. Like, there's always that sense of where the military lifestyle does work for me. Because yeah. it does excite me in that sense. There's uh, a lot of firsts you get to experience yeah. with him. And it's just new. Which is so exciting. For sure. And then on the other hand, it is leaving a lot behind in Colorado. Yeah. I'm leaving my sister and brother-in-law and my baby niece. So mm-hmm. I've come, like, I adore her. Yeah. I know I'm never going to be this close to her living-wise again. It's leaving one of my very best friends that I've just gotten used to being at least less than 10 minutes away from or in the same house.
1: Which is crazy like to say, like I've never lived with a best friend before except for you, and how adaptive we came to that. And how we we're able to like coexist even like with my partner, and with your husband. Like a well oiled machine. that we became like a unit together.
0: And it does form a new level of understanding. And we've said that in the past. Yeah. I think and anyone can relate to that if you've had a roommate or you've just lived with a partner of yours or even a sibling in some senses. Like, it does become comfortable, but you also get to know them in a way that you never would if you didn't have to share a space with them.
1: That's very true. I feel like it's uh, making or breaking point, especially, like, trying a like, relationship. Like, you will know within the first, like, month and a half if this relationship will last or not. And I think
0: that's even more... Because Angie and I didn't live together until we were married, but you and yeah. Steven you're living together now, and whoa, was there
1: trepidation? Like, were you nervous at all? I was so nervous. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was the whole, like, is he going to change? Do I really not know him? Am I going to change? What are my mannerisms that I haven't showed him yet? What is his? Like, there's just like, so many different things, like you stated how, like, one of your fights, I hope you don't mind that I'm saying this. Oh, I like, don't mind. How Andrew folds the towels in the bathroom.
0: I, I <laughs> Like to consider myself a very chill person. Not when it comes to towels no. in the bathroom, I guess. I quickly learned how particular I am when it comes to living. When I saw the way that man... And again, we're married already. Yeah. So I'm, we're locked in. The way I saw that man hang a towel, I was like, I don't know what we're doing here with this situation. And I looked at him and I was like, have you always hung a towel that way? And then as I heard myself... I was like, you sound a little psycho. Let's rephrase. But you
1: don't realize how much you like your things in a certain way. I had
0: no idea. I, I would look at people, no offense, with OCD and be like, wow, that sucks. And then here I am <laughs> criticizing the way my husband hangs a towel. And I'm like, maybe you suck. Yeah. Like,
1: maybe you Whoa. just... Whoa. Well, i never had that experience. <laughs> but for me, especially going into this relationship, my past... I basically, not basically, I wasn't myself at all, and I was terrified to even decorate the way that I wanted to. Oh, I know. But entering this relationship, we had so many conversations already. He knew my style, I knew his style, and it just flowed naturally.
0: I think that you were also just more bold and confident in what you wanted based on what you've been through, that you were communicating that a lot more.
1: Absolutely, and I came to the point, too, that if he isn't going to accept me, then I have to be okay with that and to say, you know what, it's okay. We tried and to move forward because I make my own happiness. He doesn't. So I think that's important too because I think a lot of couples view
0: moving in as the next necessary step is to get engaged or is to get married. Mm -hmm. But you approached it, correct me if I'm wrong, like you just said, a little bit differently.
1: I mean, I approached it as like we were getting very serious and we're just like, let's – try this out and it, for me it was like this is like the first step to be like are we really really meant to be together because it was already like this gut feeling Already right? the magic I guess was there the connection was there but also in the back of my head I knew if this doesn't work out I'm going to be okay and I think that's the main point mm-hmm. and that's something that I need to reframe for this chapter with us that I am going to be okay you're going to be okay with this change It's just different. It's just different. And different can be scary. And if it's not sitting okay, then what can we do to mend it a little bit? Do we do more FaceTimes together? Do we do bi-weekly check-ins with one another? I even said, I
0: I made a joke earlier, but then I thought about it and I was like, that actually makes a lot of sense. Is it reading the same book for Mm. a month and having that as a conversation starter? Is it looking at what movies are coming out and saying, let's both watch this movie on this night of this week? And just talk about it. And give each other the reviews and talk to Mm each other about the plot. Is it those little week-to-week, month-to-month efforts that could make actually a really big difference in a friendship? Or a relationship, if you're doing perhaps long distance.
1: Yeah. I mean, what do you and Andrew do? Because you...
0: Communication's everything for him yeah. and I. I mean, it is forming a little bit of a routine though. It is figuring out what's your week look like? What times of day are you typically free that we can FaceTime? Or it would be what movie are you watching right now on Netflix? I'll watch the same thing, even though we have eight hour time difference. I at least knew. He watched it the previous night, so I'd watch it the next afternoon. Yeah. To just almost feel like you're together
1: a little bit, even yeah. if it's not physically. You guys do that a lot,
0: the movies mm-hmm. and Netflix. Yeah, and I think you could do that with anyone. I mean, I'm a huge reader, but we, you and I have very different tastes in reading. So is it yeah. switching? Like, is it... You
1: don't want to read books that I read.
0: I'm, if it if <laughs> meant, like, having kind of fun from afar, I might muscle it. You don't want to read mine either, so I don't know why you're looking at me like
1: that. Okay, well, the fact is, like, I can read yours and go to sleep. Are you going to be able to read one chapter and be able to sleep well? Probably not. I like psychological thrillers. Probably not. Maybe books won't be our thing.
0: Maybe books aren't (laughs) our thing. That was an example that other people can take away from, just not you and I. Okay. Maybe we'll just stick to to binge-watching crappy reality TV. I'm fine with that. That's That's our staple. I think it is. I think it's figuring out... Over the course of distance, what you can do to close that gap a little bit without making the other person feel guilty, because that's yes, a big thing that for you and I.
1: Because life does happen, and if we had a scheduled time to Facetime one another, and if I can't make it or you can't make it, we do not get mad at one another for that. We're just like, awesome. Okay, when can we do it again? Because or when can happens. we reschedule? Life happens. Yeah. I mean, we can't control what's going to happen tomorrow or even the next hour. And I know that we'll reschedule. And I think that's the thing, though. We have this consistency. We have this faith. We have this trust. We have this, like, bond that, you know what? We're not going to meet tonight, but I know I'll talk to her next week.
0: And I don't take canceling as an insult. Me either. So maybe that's the the takeaway. If you have a friend or a family member or you're in a relationship where – Yes, you might have been looking forward to that chat all week. I get that and I hear that. But you also can't make that the only pinnacle of when you talk and discuss. Like, plan for it, but also you should be doing random check-ins as well. I I think it's both.
1: I agree. However, maybe you need to reassess the relationship if it's a consistent, like, cancellation. That's true. If, if, if it's becoming one sided I think that's different. Yeah. And that's when you have to communicate. Say like, hey, these were my expectations of the friendship. Were your expectations the same? How are we missing each other? It's the same exact thing as a relationship. A romantic one. And I, But I do think there's some trepidation there. Because it, I think in
0: a romantic relationship, there is that expectation of that vulnerability that I don't think always exists in friendships. I think sometimes we're very scared to be vulnerable with our friends because in some instances, fights within a friendship or losing a friendship or a rift in a friendship can go unresolved for longer than if you're in a relationship romantically.
1: Yeah, I hear that, but I guess some tough love right now. Is that really a true friend? That's a great question to ask. Like you should be able to be vulnerable and tell them what's going on for them to... Hear you, validate you, and then how can you mend it together?
0: And I think that's probably an area of growth for me. I find that when I am being honest or vulnerable or voicing my concerns with a a friendship, whether that be towards me, towards them, towards something that was discussed that just was sat with me the wrong way, I find myself apologizing or saying, don't take this the wrong way. I'm sorry, but I just need... And I think I need to rework that. Because number one, I shouldn't be apologizing for being honest.
1: I agree with you. We over-apologize.
0: Do you as well? Yes. Oh, than your friends.
1: Oh my god. With
0: my friends See, I just don't family. see it because you and I don't do that to each other. And that just clicked with me. Why don't we do that to each other? I don't feel like it's necessary because I know you. And I know, I, I like to think that if you are taking the time to voice a concern, it's that word. It's concern. It's Mm -hmm. not a dig. It's Mm -hmm. not criticism. But I don't feel that way. I can honestly say in every single friendship that I have, I don't. Yeah. But I
1: do, but that's not my fault. No, I agree. And I think that goes back to our previous episode that I did that we have different levels of friendship. That's true. And maybe we, not maybe, we are on this level one friendship. that we can be vulnerable. We can express our concerns. We don't have to over-apologize. And then there's like level two and three. Mm Mm-hmm. I just
0: generally I need to apologize less. That's that toxic people pleasing that sneaks its way in.
1: Yeah. Wasn't that your New Year's resolution? Yes. Was it this year or no, last year? No, was... <laughs> oh, it was this year. <laughs> if it was last year, it did not get accomplished. Well, we're halfway through the year, right? Because June's coming up. And I'm great that I have this reminder. <gasps> wow, there we go. I mm-hmm. So maybe think about that too. We're halfway through the year. Okay, what else do you want to accomplish? You have 6 months left. I definitely just put you on the spot. You but did. what's like the first thing that came to mind that I want to do by the end of the year? Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely want to travel outside of the country to go abroad again. Yes. So, probably do that like in November we're looking at. I definitely want to be in nature more this summer. I want to go on more hikes. I want to just try new, local, like, family-owned restaurants. So start supporting small businesses a little bit. Yes. Um, and I also want to continue reading, journaling, and just being mindful of reaching out to other people. Because I think about people constantly, like my friends. I'm like, oh, I hope they're doing well, or oh, my brother will love this song. But I would never, like, initiate, like, the reach-out text sometimes. Oh, and
0: I will go days without responding to a text message. Yeah, If hey, you've been you my know. friend for a long time... I, and this, it pains me even to say out loud because I do it. Oh, well, that's a, that's fantastic <laughs> in a house of
1: dogs. Very true. Do?
0: What are you going to do?
1: All right. Well, if you heard them, that's Louie and Ronnie. And they're just
0: dying to say hi. Making a debut. That's fine. But it pains me to say this. And I think if you're my friend, you've been my friend for years, then you're going to laugh at this. I will genuinely read a text message and just put my phone down and not respond.
1: And I could. Which is crazy because I get so much anxiety by not responding to people.
0: I don't. I wish I did. I'd probably be more sociable.
1: No, I wish I was more like you. Because I feel as if it's the people pleasing that I need to respond right away. And then if I forget, I feel like such an asshole.
0: I, which is crazy because I am such an extrovert. You are, but I will. I, I, I don't know if it's because I don't know exactly what to say in that moment, or I just always say to myself, Oh, I'll answer later, I'll answer later. I got to focus on what I'm doing right now, but then I won't. And I know that I won't. And then three <laughs> days later, but that's the thing if, if you're really my friend, it, you don't even mention it. Like I'll answer three yeah. days later, and the conversation just goes because they just know me. And then probably the next time I see them, I'll get called out for it. And I'm like, That's fair, touche. I will, I will own that seven days a week. I am a horrible her, but that doesn't
1: mean you're a horrible friend no I guess that's true it, it is true it's just you're not the best at responding right away but you always make an effort to like hey I was busy or we're back on track when you do respond
0: or I think my circle just knows to call yeah I'll, I'm much more likely to pick up a phone than I am
1: to respond to a text message very true so maybe with this move right around the corner I just need to call you now <laughs> instead of text you Oh, I agree.
0: But I also think having a podcast, which goes back to shared interests or taking on something together, it does make it easier to come together in regards to that. We are starting this new venture of continuing the podcast long distance, which I'm personally
1: excited for in a way. I am too. I mean, I think it's just going to be a new great adventure steven got us microphones we feel very official now
0: yeah than our little baby
1: mics that we were doing earlier
0: yeah and it also enables us for more opportunities filming ourselves is going to be a lot easier
1: yeah i agree i mean there's always good things about change and one thing just about the season of change too is just how to be present in the moment right before the change is about to happen how to ground yourself how to take in every single moment What are some
0: pieces of advice that honestly you and I can both listen to right now because we've been avoiding the subject, Mm -hmm. repressing our emotions, and being quite hypocritical? Yeah, absolutely. In this time period. So, what advice can you give to those that are about to go through a season of change, are currently in
1: it, that you and I should also start listening to? Yes. So, take my own advice right now? Shocking. (laughs) Well, um, one thing that we're doing tonight, which I think is great, is we're going to do a family night. And we're all going to get together. We're going to have our glass of wine. Steven's going to have his whiskey. And we're just going to play games together. And kind of act like nothing is really about to happen tomorrow. So we can just be fully present. So be like, I'm going to miss you so much. You're going to be X miles away now. Like, this is going to be so hard.
0: Just focusing on all the things that we really
1: can't control. Absolutely. No, let's play a fun game. Let's do, hey, Jack, what's one thing that you learned about Steven while living with us?
0: And let's talk about the fact that we've already planned when we're going to see each other next. We're going to see each other for Labor Day weekend and kind of talking about the things that we want to do. We've already kind of planned a lake day, which is exciting. Yeah. But I agree with you. I think sometimes there's a space for obviously talking about the
1: downsides of change, for sure. And that's being scared, but also talking about the good things about change and I learned this from my father was after every single vacation he goes what's the top 3 best memories or three best things that we did And we just all talk about it together. And what are you looking forward to on our next vacation? I do
0: something similarly with my students every Friday. Do the pit and the peak. Yeah. So you do the pit of your week, which was like the moment that was either really difficult for you or you just didn't love. Mm -hmm. And then you always end with the peak. You always end with the positive. And maybe your peak didn't happen yet. Maybe it's happening this weekend. Maybe it happened right now. Mm -hmm. But we always end on a positive note because yes, it's important to recognize. Mm-hmm. the quote-unquote negative emotions but like you just said if you just
1: stay there what are you doing is that helping you at all or is it enabling you to continue this world, like spiral that you have right another uh great coping skill you can use is if you are having some negative thoughts about the change write down a piece of paper and then go back to each thought and challenge it and how it could be a positive how can you gain control of that fear Oh, I like that. Mm -hmm. And you are also, again, a huge advocate for journaling. I am. I am. And also, like, another challenge is to be like, okay, we have the forecasters to predict the weather the next day. Right. right? And it's scientifically based on this is how the weather is going to act. However, is always right. No. So then... How the hell are we worrying about an event that we can't even control Ooh. if we can't even predict the weather? Therapist Casey has entered the
0: chat. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. hmm
1: And we always say, oh, well, you can't control the weather. But I'm going to prepare. I have like a jacket. I have my rain boots. I have my umbrella. I have my sunglasses. So what are all the things you could do to prepare emotionally, essentially, is what you have to ask yourself. hmm You're ready for this. The weather changes all the time. That so is life. You're constantly changing. It's just your mindset, of how you approach it.
0: And what's that saying, without raining there be no flowers? As corny as it sounds.
1: Yeah. It's true. <laughs> Remember the first time I was wearing that sweatshirt, and you go, you went through a fucking storm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Again, these are not, like, if you just took the pockets of time in which I roast Casey, you would not believe that we were best friends, but someone's got
1: to do it. Well, I kind of roasted you at the bank the other day. Oh, my gosh.
0: Do we even? I think we I should. Think you should. Because we could sit here all day and talk about how we have, like, so much control over our emotions and how we're coping so well. But the reality of the situation is we are still two hot messes just trying to figure it out. So yes. after the Shania concert, we went out in Denver, and we had a great time. I closed my debit card at the bar. You did. It wasn't those instances where someone's leaving their tab open. No, no, I closed it and still left it there.
1: So you signed the receipt for the drinks, and then you just slammed your card down and And walked away. Let's go. Great. So then, thank God for Casey, and in our
0: drunken stupor, we're on the phone with Bank of America, ordering me a new card and canceling that one and figuring it out, which is impressive.
1: Mm -hmm. But
0: regardless, we wake up the next day, and we're like, well, now we just have to stop at the bank on the way home because I need a physical card.
1: And just get a new card, especially now in this moment when you're... I'm moving. Traveling.
0: I can't have the one my last week in Tennessee. My dad and I are doing a road trip. Like, I need my physical card. So we yeah. go to the bank. We walk in. Mind you, I'm wearing my Shania Queen of Me Tour t-shirt and my bike shorts with the hair disheveled from the night before and, like, no makeup. So I you look... great. Prom. <laughs> I walk in. But also, Casey... <laughs> Walks up to the hand sanitizer, nothing comes out, and she doesn't want to quote unquote make the bank tellers feel bad, so she pretends to rub it on her hands and like walks away. So now I'm roasting her for that. We're hysterically laughing, it's finally my time. But it's
1: a Monday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. This does not help our case, you're right. I know. (laughs) So it's my my
0: turn, and the teller's like, oh, what can I do for you today? And I'm just like, I need a new debit card. And he goes, well, can I ask why? the reason for it? Well, I canceled it. And he, he goes, says, why did you do that? Or no, he said on purpose. And um, I was like, Yup. And he was like, well, why'd you do that? And you go. I
1: point to Jack and I said,
0: look at her t-shirt. And he reads my Shania Twain t-shirt. I'm doing this stupid grin on my face. <laughs> Queen and he of goes,
1: me, tour? <laughs> and he
0: just nods. And he goes, well, unfortunately, we can't do that for you today. And so we went through that process. But it was just one of those instances where if I were looking at me, I would be like, this girl has got to get her life together.
1: Right? Someday. Like, this is
0: ridiculous. Strolling in at 2 p.m. on a Monday. But Little do the- you know, I teach the youth.
1: Yeah. No. But this is going to be a forever story. So, staycations.
0: Do them. Do them. But get your debit card after you close the tab yeah. on your staycation. Don't leave it there.
1: But you'll figure it out if you leave it there. We did. Yeah.
0: And go through the ebbs and the flows. I think there might be a misconception every time someone listens to our
1: episodes that we have it all figured out. We do not. I mean, here we are avoiding a conversation about... Jack moving to Tennessee still. Absolutely. And we're probably not (laughs) going to talk about it. But She looks away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I don't want people to think we have it all figured out. I think that the important thing for our podcast is to showcase that. Is to showcase the journey, the growth, the ebbs, the flows, the good, the bad. Yeah. And at times the ugly. We got it all, don't we? (laughs) We're just an array of chaos
1: which makes it fun and like see that's the fact that we can go to a Shania Twain concert have like nothing really planned and have the time of our lives and here we are being stressed out about not having the next couple of months planned out for me and you know
0: it's so like I said we're just full-on hypocrites at this point yeah <laughs> so to take away go on this vacation
1: do it plan it out with your girlfriends
0: embrace the season of change but recognize it too
1: recognize it could be the fear that's holding you back and that you can take back control of your fear
0: nothing can scare you make the decision to embrace it
1: absolutely so i guess we're gonna cheers to that we're
0: gonna cheers to that and then we're gonna see you in tennessee actually see you because we will be filming at that time so again stay tuned for that because it's only gonna get crazier that well